the Public News Service Dell Newscast, June the 22nd, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. The so-called Great Resignation is not playing out for all workers. A new survey covering North Dakota and Minnesota shows people on the lower end of the income scale face obstacles in jumping to other job opportunities. The Minneapolis Federal Reserve Bank, along with community action agencies in both states, heard from more than 200 individuals, mainly working in social services, education, and health care. Most expressed a desire to move up the career ladder, but said they lacked the resources to learn new skills or expenses like child care get in the way. The Fed's Eric Garcia Luna says it becomes more pronounced for people earning very little in their current job. If a family is making, you know, minimum wage, they're going to have a harder time taking the time, for example, to get trained for another job. Community Action Partnership in North Dakota says the survey also reveals these individuals are finding it harder to meet basic needs amid rising inflation, but also can't afford to pursue a better-paying job. I'm Mike Moen. And June is Pride Month, highlighting the rights of LGBTQ communities who have long faced discrimination. People in these communities say they continue to face prejudice in Montana, including in finding a place to live. Pam Bean heads the nonprofit Montana Fair Housing, and she says LGBTQ people only recently received a major victory in housing at the federal level. Given the fact that it's only been a year and a half that under the Fair Housing Act, it's illegal to discriminate against this population based on gender identity and sexual orientation. There's a lot of education that still needs to take place with housing providers. A 2020 report from UCLA found LGBTQ people face significant barriers to find housing. Young adults in the population experience homelessness at a rate more than twice the general public. And that number is even higher for kids under 18. Montana Fair Housing can help people file administrative complaints with the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Advocates say the process can take a while. And Yahoo News summed it up well, explaining Tuesday why he refused to succumb to a months-long pressure campaign by the former president, Donald Trump, and his allies to overturn the 2020 election. The Arizona House Speaker, Rusty Bowers, a longtime Republican who voted for Trump and has said he would again, told the House committee investigating the January 6th insurrection, I do not want to be a winner by cheating. The committee has previously described Trump's seven-part plan to remain in power as a seditious conspiracy. This is PNS. Folks in Ohio who work day in and day out with some of the most vulnerable populations are struggling with major burnout. That's according to new data. Program directors and staff in the Ohio Victim Services Compensation 2022 survey report they don't earn what they see as a living wage, and 45% of staff say their salaries don't cover their basic needs. President and CEO of the Ohio Alliance to End Sexual Violence, Rosa Beltre, explained these workers are first responders for survivors of violence and sexual assault, and she agrees that they are overextended and underpaid. We are in the field of anti-oppression and anti-violence. And the way that we pay our staff, the way that we compensate our staff, continues to fall into the cycles of oppressive methods. In the survey, 57% reported having to work more than one job to make ends meet, which leads to fatigue and lower performance at their victim services job. 
Average victim services budgets fell 16% between 2020 and 2022. Mary Sherman reporting. Food banks are struggling to keep up operations as they contend with rising fuel costs, inflation, and an uptick in demand, driven by the end of pandemic-era food assistance. At God's Pantry Food Bank in Lexington, CEO Mike Halligan says supply chain issues have tightened the flow of donations, and getting a variety of food products has been a challenge. He adds the expiration of the Commonwealth's emergency health declaration in the pandemic has stopped supplemental SNAP benefits to households already pinched by cost of living increases. So their economic、uh, impacts are tighter. And they have to cope with the inflation and the tightening supply chain when they have less benefit to spend. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. Finally, Eric Tigetoff tells us a program in Oregon aims to ramp up the number of technicians in aviation. A report from Boeing finds over the next two decades, the United States could have 192,000 fewer aviation technicians than it needs. The two-year aviation maintenance technology program at Portland Community College could help address this gap. Thomas Laxon, faculty department chair of the program, sees the effects of the shortage and says it could benefit students. I have employers calling my desk phone daily, asking to come and speak with our students to offer them jobs. It's manifested in a way that the majority of our students have job offers before they've even graduated the program. This year, the program partnered with Horizon Air, sister company to Alaska Airlines, to create the Horizon Technician Development Program. Portland Community College also tried to fill the gap by reaching out to high school students, such as with its Oregon Aerospace Careers for Everyone program. This is by Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported, heard on great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.